welcome to the Press On Podcast. My name is Justin. I am your host. This is episode 76, and I am so excited uh, for what we have in store for today, but also just the future. Lately, I've been um, connecting with people uh, and just really encouraged about the future, the future of this podcast, um, and just the things that God is doing. But I got to start off with an apology. Uh, See, I heard from a few of our uh, podcast subscribers, listeners, how much they've been enjoying the series uh, through 1 Peter. And it's been really, really good. But today we're pivoting away from 1 Peter because uh, there's just something. uh, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was God telling me. um, Maybe it's just my own thoughts. But but I really just wanted to share some things that I've been learning in my own quiet time um, for the next couple of weeks leading up and to our Christmas series. And so I'm excited about our Christmas series. Um, if everything goes well, we're going to be back on YouTube starting with our Christmas series. Uh, we took a break back in May and did audio only just for the ease of it. But a lot of our viewers, a lot of our listeners were on YouTube. And so um, it is our goal to bring back um, that platform for our podcast. So if you were a YouTube subscriber, you liked watching, um, we will be back on YouTube starting the first week of December if everything goes well for our Christmas series. But for the next couple of weeks, I just want to share a few thoughts. I've been reading through the book of Second Samuel um, every morning in my quiet time. And there's so every day I walk away from my quiet time thinking about something that I have never thought about before, like reading this in a whole new light. And it's got me um, just really diving deep. Um, and so for the next four weeks, I just want to pull out some points out of the very beginning of Second Samuel um, and just share some things that have been on my heart as I've begun this journey in my own quiet time. And today, I want to look at Second Samuel 3. Um, and so really what you need to know is that, that uh, Saul has just died. Uh, Jonathan has just died. And, and technically, technically, David should be king. Uh, but David uh, isn't made king immediately. Uh, let me look at my notes, see what happens. In Second Samuel 3, um, or 2 actually, uh, we read this is that, but Abner, the son of Nev, commander of Saul's army, took Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, and brought him over to Manim, and he made him king over Gilead and the Asherites and Jezreel and Ephraim and Benjamin and all of Israel. See, David was God's anointed king, but but Abner decides to make Ishbosheth, Ishbosheth. I don't even know how to say it. But he decides to make Saul's king son king instead, which in in theory makes sense. When a king dies, his son should become king. But we know that God anointed David to be king. And just a real quick thought, this isn't today's main thought, but but sometimes the things that we think are right and are uh I'm trying to look at my notes, I can't read my handwriting. Um the things that we think are right are placed in front of God and the things that he has planned and has purpose. But eventually, I think God will win out. uh, But we always have to be seeking his direction before we move. So I think Abner had the right motives. I think he thought, okay, Saul is gone. 
next in line would be his son. But, but God had so much more planned. In doing so, Abner pushed away God's anointed. He he pushed away David. Um, and that's where I really want to get to today because Abner, in for all accounts, was against David. He wanted Saul's son to be king, not, not David. And, and so in theory... Um, Abner was, in a way, uh, David's enemy. Uh, David uh, should have been immediately put on the throne, but Abner refused. And Abner was the reason that David was not immediately made king. But in uh, chapter 3, we read that that Joab, um, one of David's men, uh, uh, had killed Abner. He murdered Abner. And And we read this. In chapter 3, verse 31, Then David said to Joab and all the people with him, Tear your clothes, put on sackcloth, walk in mourning in front of Abner. King David himself walked behind the bier. And they buried Abner in Hebron, and the king wept aloud at Abner's tomb. Abner's tomb. All the people wept also. The king sang this lament for Abner. Should Abner have died as the lawless die? Your hands were not bound. Your feet were not fettered. You fell as one of the wicked falls, as one falls before the wicked. And all the people wept over him again. And, and we see David mourning and grieving for Abner. Now, we, we don't have an indication that Abner did anything evil or wrong except place somebody above God's anointed. That's all we read, really, about Abner. Uh, and David mourns him. But earlier on in this same book, we see David mourning Saul, too. And we know David had a, a complicated relationship with Saul. Started off really, really good. And then David became best friends with Jonathan, Saul's son. But then Saul just kept trying to kill David and trying to kill David and trying to kill David. And and we see David mourning Saul. We see him mourning Abner. And in a way, David is mourning those people who were against him. He's mourning his enemies. And, and it caused me this week to to pause, to take a step back, because I'm like, why would he mourn those people? How often do we rejoice? I, I remember, I was telling somebody the other day, I remember very clearly the rejoicing that our country had when when. Osama bin Laden had been killed, had been found and killed because he had been America's number one enemy for so, so long. But but maybe that was the wrong reaction because I wonder if any part of our hearts broke in the death of our enemy. You might be like, why, why would our hearts break for the death of Osama bin Laden? And, and, and I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into David mourning these two men but but I think there's a sense of loss. There's a sense that, that these men died with no hope. These, these men died going against the things that God ha- had clearly appointed. God clearly appointed David as king, and Saul refused to hand over kingship. Abner refused to, to make David king. And these men died with no hope. And so maybe David grieved that, 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 that while people are here on earth, while they're walking and breathing and living, we have a chance to reach them for Christ. 
But but once they're gone, they're gone, and there is no getting that back. So so think about it in your own life. Have, have you grieved the the loss of your enemies? When when people walk out of your life and and you can't reach them anymore, does that grieve you? Does that grieve your heart? Because it doesn't have to be an actual physical death. It might be an actual physical death. Does that grieve your heart because they have no hope anymore? I, it should. It really should. You know, there's so many people, I think back to not too long ago, the whole George Floyd issue. And and I don't want to get political. I never want to use my platform to, to push an agenda. I believe once you read God's, God's word, uh, what he wants should be made abundantly clear above everything else. So it's not a conservative, it's not a, a liberal, it's it's not a right-wing, left-wing thing. But not too long ago, uh, our country saw the death of a man named George Floyd. And, and people were on both sides. They Some people said George Floyd should have never been killed by those officers, that the officers showed excessive force. And some people said that, that, that George Floyd, he, he struggled, he, he, he was on drugs and medication, and, and that's what caused him to die. But, but either way, no matter what you think, our hearts should have been broken for the death of one of God's creation. And we don't really know where he was with God in that moment. But our hearts should break when somebody dies, and we have no idea what their relationship with Christ is. And, and that should motivate us to, to step out of our ho- homes each and every day with that mindset that, that today I need to tell people about Jesus because it might be the last chance I get to tell that person. I might be the last hope that person has to come to a saving relationship with Christ. I pray that's our motivation each and every day. And as it is, I, I pray one thing for you and I, and it's the same thing we pray for every week, and that's the encouragement, the motivation to press on. Hey, I can't wait to see you next week. We're going to continue on in Second Samuel. There's some really, really good stuff just at the first of Second Samuel. Like, we're not even getting halfway through Second Samuel during this series. We're just looking at a few important topics through the first couple of chapters. I'm excited about next week. I can't wait to see you, but until then, adios.